It's Divas That Care Radio. Stories, strategies, and ideas to inspire positive change. Welcome to Divas That Care, a network of women committed to making our world a better place for everyone. This is a global movement for women, by women, engaged in a collaborative effort to create a better world for future generations. To find out more about the movement, visit divasthatcare.com after the show. Right now, though, stay tuned for another jolt of inspiration. All right. Hi, everybody. It's Lexi from Lexi's Wellness Warriors, and I'm coming at you today with a conversation with my friend, Samantha Sam Lacasse. And Sam and I met, we met, um, what was it, two years, two years ago, two and a half. It's been so long. (laughs) You were were my dance instructor, and uh, I'm so happy that we met because you're just such an extraordinary person. You've got so many um, passions and so much to share with the world that I'm so thrilled that, that we can take this time to kind of chat and share some of the things that are going on with you. So, um, I was thinking about it and, and Sam's got a whole bunch of different, Samantha's got a whole bunch of different things. And, and as I mentioned, passions, but I wanted to focus today on the surrogacy part of things. So if you can just tell us a bit about, about that, how you decided to become a surrogate and what, what you went through. Yeah. So thank you. First of all, you're so kind. (laughs) Um, so I've wanted to be a surrogate for like the longest time. 90210 got rebooted (laughs) and I don't know if you watched it, but for whoever watched it out there, I'm going to be a spoiler alert, but at the very last season, one of the girls had like the cancer gene and she really wanted a child and she wasn't able to. And so she had to go through surrogacy. And I was like, dang, like that really hits close to home. Like I kind of would love to be in that position to like kind of help a family Mm -hmm. and my heart is with the gay community. So in the show, it was with the mom, um, but just the whole scenario really stuck with me. And then as I had my kids, like I was only a teenager when that would have came out, I would have been like 18 or 19. But then as my kids got a little bit older and I birthed my kids, I looked into it and I didn't think there was an option for me as a plus size woman. And so I kind of got into a place where I was like, okay, well, this isn't going to happen for me because as much as I would love to do this, I also don't want to change my body to do it. If that makes sense. Mm-hmm. I've had two pregnancies. They were healthy. I'm completely capable as a plus size woman. So I'm not going to change my body to make it happen. So then fast forward to my kids are older. My oldest son is in grade two or three at the time. I go to school one day and one of the moms there in his class was pregnant. And I was like, Oh, Hey, congrats. And she essentially said like, Oh, it's not mine. (laughs) And I was like, what? (laughs) And um, she was like, yeah, no, I'm a surrogate. Like I'm due in a couple of months and blah, blah, blah. And she's like, told me her story. And I was like, Oh girl, that's always been my dream. Like you're lucky. And she was like, no, like you could do it. You could totally do it. And I was like, what are you talking about? So anyway, long story short, she got me introduced to the agency that she used And that agency fought for me, not hard because the clinic that we used was really great, but she essentially reached out to some clinics. The clinic said, the clinic in Toronto essentially said, as long as I don't see her weight in testing results, like blood pressure, blood sugars, all of those things, I don't care what she looks like or how much she weighs. Mm -hmm. And I was like, what? Oh my God, that's a thing. And then I just kind of fell into it from there because I had the option. So I went through a few profiles and I picked a couple in Australia and they picked me back and first transfer took. And it was like the perfect of perfect. 
Wow. That's, that's incredible. And I think about it, right. Because I know, um, you know, personally getting to that point where it was like, okay, kids aren't just going to happen. You know, back when I would have probably had my kids, I wasn't aware of anything like this. Right. So, I mean, you're, you're providing, it sounds silly saying an amazing service, but, (laughs) but you really are right. Like you're, you're helping people to, to build or to have their families that perhaps they thought would never, ever happen for them. So I think that's just, just incredible. And, and so, so how, like in doing that, like, how does your husband feel about this? Because you're married, you've got your husband and your kids. How does he feel about it? So he was like, he was very supportive. I'm a very strong, like willed person (laughs) and like a no, (laughs) Like, I'm going to do what I want. Um, But with that being said, the minute I told him, he literally didn't even flinch. He was like, okay. Like, it was very, like, very, very great with that. My parents were a little hesitant because I am plus size and they're very old school with the medical world and they're not as up to date with medical things. And so they have a kind of an old school mindset of, well, you're plus size. This is not a baby for you. Like, you have kids that you need to think about. And while they were very right, I did the proper things and I talked to doctors and stuff like that before I got, and I got approved for my family doctor and then also these um, fertility doctors and stuff like that. So they were a bit harder of a sell, but my husband was the best support ever for my journey with the guys. And then I'm also starting a new journey now with a local couple. So incredible. So yeah, that was the other thing I was going to ask you in terms of surrogacy do, I mean, it it might sound like a silly question, but yeah, you, you've um, blessed this one couple with their child and now they have this beautiful baby. Like, would, do you see yourself doing this a few more times or or what do you, is there, it it sounds strange to ask, but is there a time frame that you see yourself doing this for, or it's all new to me? I am so I'm really when I gave birth so during labor (laughs) I was just like they're not even getting a sibling I'm never doing this again like (laughs) obviously that's labor like labor is hell but um I always said like if the guys want a sibling I'm going to give them a sibling but I never wanted to do it again because for a couple of reasons at the time was the clinic I needed was in Toronto and I didn't want to do another international couple and the only reason why is because we dedicated our like nine months of our life and then like a relationship with the guys in Australia and we have to come up with money to see them right and they have to come up with money to see us and the thought of adding that pressure for another couple was just too much and with me needing Toronto and living in Calgary I never thought a local couple would be an option because normally local couples are using the Calgary clinic So the agency I was with, I'm, I'm doing another surrogacy, but um, the agency I was with wanted me to match with a couple in Toronto, but though that wasn't local enough for me, like if I was going to do it, I really wanted to have no pressure of having to travel. Like I wanted to be able to say like, come over once every six weeks on every Sunday for dinner, you know, like I didn't want it to have to be like, I need to save money to go see you. Mm-hmm. And so it didn't work out with that agency, but I had a friend of mine reach out to me to okay, two friends of mine reach out to me but I didn't know that they knew each other so they were they messaged me about the same couple (laughs) and so my one friend was like I have a couple in Edmonton I don't know them personally but I just heard about their story and like they really need surrogates so I don't know if this is appropriate but 
I wanted to see if you're open to another surrogacy. And so I told them, same thing I just told you, well, I have to use Create because Create is a clinic in Toronto and the local couples don't tend to use that. And then like an hour later, one of my friends reached out to me and she knew my requirements, a Calgary couple, all those things. And she was like, Sam, I have the perfect couple for you. They're gay. They're in Calgary. They're using Toronto. And I was like, oh my God. So I messaged my other friend and I was like, hey, like, I don't know if it would work out for the couple in Edmonton. <laughs> anyway, it turns out that they're, there was the same couple. So the two people who messaged me know each other and they're friends because their husbands work together. But I didn't know that they knew each other and they didn't know they were talking to me at the same time about the same couple, which is crazy. Yeah. (laughs) So then they, um, they got us like talking to the new couple and we like, we hang out all the time and we're hoping for a transfer in May. Wow. That's incredible. And it's funny, right? Like they always say things happen for a reason and there are signs and it's funny with that six degrees of separation. And and this is a perfect example of that, right? Like how, how funny and amazing that is. Wow. That's incredible. And and so like with, are there many surrogacy agencies in Calgary? Like I know you said you, Toronto was handling the, the medical part of it per se, like in terms of setting things up and being a surrogate, are there many different agencies here in Calgary or yeah, so there's not in Calgary. So the agency I went with is through Calgary. And then there's a few, there's a multiple of agencies in Canada. So there, there's a lot of options for you to go for in the Canadian like agency surrogacy world. And then there's also a lot of just independent journeys. Like this journey I'm doing now is independent. So I'm not using an agency. Okay. And it's essentially the same kind of thing. Like at the end of the day, there's a legal document that has to be used. The agency is really there to kind of help you one find a match. So if you're an international couple or if you're a surrogate, that's not necessarily requiring um, a local couple or a local connection, then you would want an agency because that's how you're going to meet the couple that you're going to do it for. Um, And then there's support throughout the the, uh, journey. So they'd be support for the parents, some support for you. And those kind of things, because sometimes things don't take as easy. I was super blessed with like the most perfect, easy first journey ever. I didn't have to worry about anything. First transfer took like there was nothing failed. So I was really, really grateful and blessed like that. So but for some people, it's not that easy. Like sometimes it takes you three or four times to get pregnant and those kind of things. And so they're really there to support you in that kind of realm. Um And so some people really rely on an agency. I don't think I need one for this time, so I'm not going with an agency, but it's because I have, I have really great luck with pregnancy. So Mm -hmm. it's one of those things. That's amazing. And so I was thinking on the other side of it, if someone wanted to, to find a surrogate or find out more either about being a surrogate or like I said, finding a surrogate, do you know, like, where would people reach out for that? How would they go about that? Well, I guess the first thing first would be if so, if they're a gay couple, then they would have to look into um, egg donation. So they would have to go to a clinic first. So they'd have to find a clinic that they like. Um, and when I say clinic, I mean fertility clinic. So they'd have to find that which what they would like and they would have to create embryos. And that's like your first step before you even look into finding a surrogate or an agency or anything like that, because normally when a surrogate's ready to go they're ready to go so it takes a couple of months and then you you go for transfer and stuff like normally um well in my my situation with a bunch of my friends they they would pick a couple who's ready for surrogacy because Mm -hmm. when you're ready to get pregnant mentally and you commit you're just like committed right like you don't want to 
wait a year for them to get an embryo before you're like, and then you're like, oh, I could have already had the baby and stuff Mm -hmm. like that. So I would always recommend no matter the situation to have an embryo pre-done because then that way at least you're already ready at the clinic, you have ready, it's frozen. And then once it's frozen, then kind of go into the realm of finding the surrogate. That's awesome. Thank. And what do you find? Like I'm, well, I'm not going to assume what's the, what is the most positive thing about being a surrogate? What, what's the thing that just brings you the most joy about it? It was at first, it was very much like a, almost selfish in a way, you know, I get to teach my kids how to do be do selfless acts. Like this will be a feel good moment, you know, those kind of things. So before I gave birth, it was very much more like on a selfish way, which sounds weird, but it was very much like, I want my kids to see like one to accept the fact that there's a gay community out there and that it doesn't matter. And they can have babies and raise a family, blah, blah, blah. And it was just so important for me to like show that to my family and to my kids. And so that was really like what I was getting out of it before I delivered. But once I delivered the baby and like, I handed over the baby to the guys and like, you see their face and then like, you just get to like, see the magic. Like that was like the, like, there's never been so many emotions because at the time you just gave birth. So you're exhausted, but then like you, you see them become a family and like one, you're proud of yourself because like it's hard work and you just did what you just did. But then you're also like, you get to see them and the whole thing come together is like a very overwhelmingly, positive like happy tear experience like it's a very it's very surreal Mm, I bet I bet and then what's the what do you find was the not necessarily the most negative but what 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 were some challenges that you found I didn't have any I was very very lucky there are so many things that could go wrong in a surrogacy and I didn't hit literally not one of them like I had best situation ever like even when it came down to contracts like I needed certain things like I wear things about me in my pregnancy my feet grow like literally a whole size (laughs) every pregnancy and I would need a new shoe so I had to put that in the contract and like things like that like it came down to everything I asked for got approved the first try went for transfer got approved for the first try nothing bad happened in the pregnancy touch wood I didn't have any like no gestational diabetes nothing um I guess the one thing I could talk about. So I had IVF induced alpecia. So I had like massive bald spots on my head, which I didn't realize. So I guess that would be my negative, but it was more a side effect negative than a journey negative. But uh, other than that, yeah, pregnancy happened. Birth was perfect. Like got the exact birth I wanted. The guys were there. Like it, like I needed them to come a bit earlier so they didn't even question it. They came two weeks earlier because I needed them to. Like there was literally not a, a single thing that I could say was bad. Yeah. I know a lot of surrogates who have been through like a negative, not a negative experience, but have had negative things happen. Yeah. But I was just like truly so, so, so lucky. It was like a picture perfect textbook situation, which was great. That's absolutely incredible. Um, and I think I was going to ask you if I happen to have some people reach out, um, is it okay if I connect them with you or tell them where they can find you? Um, maybe yes, I, we can chat about that. But I think you'd be perfect to talk to about it, right? Because you, you've gone through it and you're doing it again. And I think you're just so open and, and 
you make people feel comfortable. So yeah, that'd be awesome. Great. I'll, I'll connect people if they've, <laughs> they've got any questions. Yeah. Well, thank you. Yeah, no, I would chat. I'll chat about it all day long. It's something that's changed my life and yeah. it's going to, yeah. So I will always chat about surrogacy. It's something that's like super, like a big passion of mine. So. And especially to, like you mentioned, being, you know, <laughs> the gay community as well. If we think about, you know, there are lots of, unfortunately, lots of stereotypes and lots of attitudes that are absolutely ridiculous. And, and it's, it's, you know, biases that count people out. And, and I, I love the fact that you've, you've said, no, like, I want to be, I want to be an ally and support this community as well. And I know, I know you're an ally in many different ways, but this is just amazing. Yeah. Yeah. I had to be, yeah. It sounds bad because obviously women deserve to have a surrogate, but I wasn't willing to even like acknowledge that side of things because oh. you're right. Like my heart is with the gay community. Like, mm-hmm. There's no options there at all. And they've already had to deal with like so many things and so many like heartbreaking things just in their life in general, just because they're gay. And like, that's just like where my heart had to go. Like, yeah. So it's, yeah, I feel weird because sometimes I'll be like, oh, gay dads only, like no lesbians, like no straight couples that had to be gay dads. And that was my requirement. And some people look at me like I'm kind of crazy, but. It's just, it, that's where my heart really goes. And if it, I just have to be a part of that, not help, but like that change of, of they deserve everything. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, sure. and you're putting more positivity into the world, like literally <laughs> and figuratively as well, right? Like you are like, it's just amazing. Yeah, that's fantastic. I, I'm so grateful that you had some time for us to chat and and I would love to to chat with you again because Sam is also a, a body positive influencer, this uh, amazing dancer and dance instructor and, and just has so many wonderful talents and things. So I definitely want to have you back for another, another chat. <laughs> so thank you. I will come back whenever. This is so yeah. fun. I love it. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> So, so again, thank you so much for, for coming in to chat. And again, everybody, if you've got any questions, don't hesitate to reach out and I'll put some of um, Sam's handles as well. So you can find her on, on social media too. Thanks for listening. This show was brought to you by Divas That Care. Connect with us on Facebook, on Instagram, and of course on divasthatcare.com where you can subscribe to our newsletter so you don't miss a thing.